0: believe the unbelievable of God's word and believe in life. You know what? Humanity is, is to is take so God's word and prophecy go hand. This is Young yes. Ecclesian
1: Nation. Let your heart be flooded with light as you listen to the word of
0: God in ministration by Pastor W. God, go God bless you. And write everything
1: down. Don't
0: leave Father, we just thank you. We reverence you. We just ask you to have your way Holy Ghost. You just take charge, take preeminence of this meeting. Without you, we can do nothing. We just surrender ourselves to you. I surrender my voice that by my words I may mean make known the mystery of the gospel. Have your way, Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Prasu frada duzi pradi le pratina kan panda anduzi panda ka Pradu ple ka vrefu Vrefuva vreva brada prada frada le There's an unusual manifestation of the power of the Spirit that's going to happen in the coming days, says the Lord. An unusual manifestation of the power of the Holy Ghost that's going to start to happen. Even in this ministry, an unusual manifestation. He says there are signs and wonders that are going to begin to break out. Because we are entering into a certain season where these things are needed. He says for a time you have seen certain manifestations in your ministry. But now you're going to begin to see more and see more and see more manifestations. And it's going to go higher and higher. And it says, I'm initiating this move for the time being. There's grace available to step into new things. There's grace available to step into new new dimensions. To step into things that you have not seen before. Things that you have not witnessed or experienced before. To step into even more details with the prophetic. To step into even more miracles and more healings. There's boldness that's going to come on everybody in this ministry. There's boldness in this season that is resting on everybody. And and the the capacity to, to yield to the Spirit even more and more. Capacity to yield to the Spirit even more and more. And see things. For the Bible says, greater things. The Lord said, greater things shall you do. Because I go to the Father. So meaning that he goes to the Father, which we've explained was the the Father by the Spirit coming to us, that just means that whatever he could do, we can now do. And we're going to stretch the borders, the boundaries of what he did. We're going to push boundaries. We're going to go into new territory. Let me say this. Even if Jesus lived 100 years on the earth, he could never have exhausted the possibilities of the Spirit. If he lived for 100 years on the earth, he could never have exhausted the possibilities of the Spirit of God. If you read the last chapter of John, I think, it says there are many things that he did, other things that he did, right? That this was a reason for us to believe. There are many other things that he did that if they were to be read, all the books in the world would not contain it. Of course, that's a hyperbole, but it means that he did so much more than what was said of him. At the point he said, if you don't believe me for my work, say believe me for the work's sake, believe me because of what you have seen. Amen. So the life of God in us is inexhaustible, the capacity is inexhaustible. It's beyond our comprehension. It's beyond our comprehension. I think it was on of my, my my podcasts, maybe yesterday's one, and I said that the person the person who is born again is literally the most powerful being after God that ever existed. If you are born again, you are the most powerful being after God that ever existed. Because what you carry on your inside, I've always said, it can create the planet. But then, today, hopefully, I'll be able to stick to that path. I want to look at something. One major hindrance for people is the way they see themselves. You can have, <laughs> you know, in, in Marvel Comics, this guy they call Sentry. Sentry is supposed to have the power with a thousand or a million exploding suns. That kind of power. But then we created him, and that is a small boy, and it's fiction. We are the real thing. And when you understand that you are the real thing, you can have all that inside you, And yet, just be very, very what's the word? You can have all that inside you and be struggling. You can struggle so much to express the life of God inside you. And one major reason for that is that your consciousness does not align. Your spirit, you have a soul living, a body. In your spirit is all the life of God you ever need. But then in your mind, your mind can be thinking differently. Your mind can have a different view of you, your mind can see you as no inadequate. Powerless. And guess what? The way life is designed, that the way you see yourself is how you become. Even people who are not born again, who don't have the life of God inside them, when they choose to see themselves a certain way and they choose to do things differently, you begin to see results. You have people who have decided to defy their circumstances, the odds around them. People who are not born again. And they've said, you know what? I refuse to see myself this way. You see people that are depressed. They say I refuse to see myself as depressed, and they keep on telling me I'm happy. I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? They literally struggle themselves out of their situations, and they make the struggle is a miserable life, but they make a life for themselves. Because as I tell you, your mind is a programmable machine, something that God designed. He puts it like that, that when you set your mind to do something, even the Tower of Babel. If you remember, those people were building, building, and God said, "Look, these guys, that." Whatever, because they are one, whatever they set their minds to do, they'll do it. They'll do it. Now the debates, uh, me, I, I, I personally don't believe, Shia, that it was to get to heaven. The heaven we know that God is. I don't believe that. I believe when it's in heaven, we're talking about the skies. The goal of that was to unify all of them. If you read the thing, God told them, spread. They said, no, we're not spreading. If you read it in your Bible, say, we don't want to spread so they gathered together that was when they began to use I think they began to bake clay and make bricks and they said they built a city and they built a tower the, the symbol of that tower was not spreading Went to heaven. so they, they wanted to be one people and then it was Nimrod who was their ruler if you can read history Nimrod was a very interesting character but that was their their what they call it their goal to be like that I know what happened. God changed their language, but then it tells you that whenever a person sets his heart to do something, that thing usually is achievable. And I'm talking I'm talking about the natural. You understand? But then when it now comes to the supernatural, you don't just have a have the willpower to do something. You have the power of God backing you up. So that same imagination, that same desire. That same willpower that says that he, an unbeliever will use to channel his efforts and say, you know what, I'll come out of this. I'll, and he usually does if he you know, puts it together. We have the life of God that through that same channel. Your mind is a channel. There's a book I highly recommend on spiritual and body by Andrew Womack. It's called Spiritual and Body. It's a very wonderful book that really explains the connection between your spirit, you know, your mind, your body. You are spirit. You have a soul living in a body. Your spirit has the life of God. It's released through your mind, and in many ways, your mind you release it. You release it through where you speak. Your talk. You're speaking, and that's why a person's talking. You are a result of how you've been speaking about yourself. You are a result of the, about, you know concerning the things you have you have been saying, because the truth about it is this that faith is. You can either have faith in God or faith in issues, faith in problems. You can, you can, you can speak and keep speaking. Now, let me, let me put it like this. You have issues around you and you keep talking negatively. Ah, Things are bad for me, things are bad for me. Now, the problem with that thing you are saying is not that you are releasing energy whenever you speak, but you are also building what you are saying. Many people it's hard for them to believe God because they believe something else. They believe something else. You literally believe something else. You believe that ah, I cannot be above my circumstances. You believe that things will not be better. You believe something. If you can realize the way you believe things, because if, if I tell if I say this, uh, something like things will be better, amen. Ah, God will do it for you, amen. But the question is, what do you really believe inside? Because when you live here, the things you say in your heart, the things you say to yourself, is most likely what you believe. The things you want out. Also sometimes, the hardest thing to do is to get a person to his mind. So that's why we teach the word. We teach the word because we're trying to get your mind. Change how you think about this. Change how you think about that. We teach the word. Teach the word. Sometimes we teach the same topic more than ten times. Why? We're trying to get you to change your thinking. Because God cannot do anything for a person who won't change his thinking. God can't do anything for you as long as your thinking is the same way. Bible talks in Proverbs about it. It says when you go and meet a ruler or a certain man, and it says eat, drink, everything is well. It says that it, <laughs> that that man. He says he eat, drink, and all those things, but his heart is not with you. And the Bible says the man thinks in his heart, so is he. That's where we get that thing from. So in other words, because his heart is not with you, no matter what he's saying to you, his actions. Right, that is really his intention, he cannot go beyond that. You understand? So, you can eat his food, but he really doesn't want to eat his food, he has ill will towards you. So, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he, he cannot do anything about that. That is who he is. So, your mentality must change. It's what God, if God will do anything for you, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost, if God will do anything for you, he will change your mentality first. Your mentality is the first thing God will change. Your mindset is the first thing. Because one way you know your mentality is how you react to things. How do you react to certain things? Happen to you. How do you react? The way you react. Because there are just two reactions. Fear of faith. Every reaction we have is in two two categories. It's fear of faith. Faith is actually belief anchored on God's word. Fear is belief anchored on your situation. Circumstances. When you believe the things around you more than... God's word. So something happens. You're afraid. You begin to complain. You're worried. Ha! This da, da da da. It tells us that you've formed a mindset, a consciousness, a synesis where you've trusted in things external and not in what is internal. That life, that power of God is on your inside. And that's why many people don't see results when they pray. You pray, you don't see results. You do this, you don't see results, and then you say it doesn't work. No, 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 no. The first thing is your is your consciousness. That's the first thing you must work on. And there's one one in particular that we must work on. Let's read Romans chapter 8 verse 9. Romans 8 verse 9. Okay, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. I love this text. You are not in the flesh. You are in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. So how do we know you are in the spirit? If the spirit of God dwells in you. So when we say the realm of the spirit. The realm of the spirit. The realm of the spirit. People think of it as a realm. You know what I'm saying? A place. No, no, no. Where the spirit is, that is the realm if it is the realm of the spirit then the spirit must be present in that realm you understand uh-huh. and so it means that if the spirit is on your inside you have become the realm of the spirit realm means domain Abi? realm means a place is a, a domain is a territory so if the spirit of god is inside you you have become that realm you are where he dwells you are the realm of the spirit you see that so but you are not in the flesh but you are in the spirit so, because you are, you literally inhabit the spirit, right? You, uh, yeah, no, no, sorry, don't. No, no, the spirit lives inside you, inhabits you, and you have become his realm. So you're always in the spirit. You're always in the spirit. There's a statement that has literally killed Christians. It's called in the flesh. It's called in the flesh. That statement in the flesh has literally killed Christians and incapacitated Christians. Now. Now, let me say this. When we use in Bible study, there's what we call word usage. So, there are times, for example, you see in Revelation 1, he said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Right? And you're like, what what are you talking about? He he said, he was in the spirit. That means you come in the flesh, Abby. Now, there's two applications to that. For example, there's also, another one, said, praying in the spirit. Abby, So, now look at this. You are in the spirit. But whenever you yield to that spirit, Whenever you yield to that Spirit, you surrender to that Spirit, then another activity emerges, which is a product of you being in the Spirit, that the Spirit is inside you, is a product. So, you can say you're you in the Spirit, because what, the Spirit of God is inside you. Then sometimes you can also say you're in the Spirit, why? Because you're under the influence of what's inside you. So it means that God can live inside you, and you cannot. You may not be under God's influence. God can be inside you, and you're just on your own. You're not under the influence of God's Spirit. So, the question will now be, how do you get another influence? Because, of course, we've seen believers misbehave. Because what we call being in the flesh, right, is just, it's just simple. Being in the flesh just means to lose consciousness of the Spirit. Being in the flesh just means to lose consciousness. To lose touch with that, con- with that reality. You understand what I'm saying? And so that means that being in the flesh or being in the Spirit is in your mind. Is a mind thing is mental. I'm in the flesh, I'm in the spirit. It's mental, it's a mental thing. So, if I'm in the spirit, how do I know it's the state of my heart? If I'm in the flesh, how do I know it's the state of my heart also? And let me say this there are activities that you are engaging that help you to lose that consciousness fast. So, for example, don't pray. Don't pray for a while. One thing that pray, prayer actually helps you to retain a consciousness. Prayer does something to you. If you notice that if you pray properly, it prayer will always end up influencing your mind. Yes, prayer is like that thing that jacks your mind back to place, back in place. Because what are you doing? You are speaking. 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 You are hearing what you are saying, even if you are not hearing it in English. We say my spirit prays so you know you are speaking the more you pray pray speak speak speak. as you are doing that consistently somewhere along the line it, it brings your mind back into alignment and that's one of the things we do in prayer that's why sometimes we pray you know before you come to a meeting to minister you pray because you want to make sure your mind is in alignment with your spirit you bring your mind under the influence of your spirit yeah so you are not in the flesh; you are in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, so the question now, okay? So let's say you're in the flesh you are not praying, and nothing is the word of God, God's word, God's word. God's word is the mirror of your human spirit. God's word literally tells you what is, because you are in the flesh. You are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. How are you in the spirit? Because the spirit is inside you, so you are the realm of the spirit. Now the question is, what is in that spirit? What does that spirit contain? where the word of god steps in the word of god now educates you now not just everything in the word of god amen because the word of god is full of plenty things but then there's categories especially in the new testament for example if you look at the four gospels you can look at how jesus acted and behaved and you can know that these are qualities of my spirit because the same spirit right was that was in him that is still in him is inside you. So you can know. Okay, heal the sick. That means in my spirit, the capacity to heal the sick is in my spirit. I was talking with someone, I said that Jesus did not die <laughs> so that you'll be healed. And he looked at me. What are you talking about? I said, Jesus just not die so that you be healed. That's not what he died for. Because the question is that if he died for your healing, as we always say, how come Moses then were healing people? Miriam was struck with leprosy he prayed he went people were getting healed in fact part of the covenant of the Jewish nation was he says if you happen to this thing I will drive away sickness from your midst so it means that healing power has always been available so if healing power has always been available how can it be something that Jesus died for or paid for how about those who got healed before Jesus came in fact the prophets used to heal God. They didn't just heal. They also inflicted sickness and disease. But they healed. So if they healed, how can it be that that is what Jesus died for? No. So the answer would be that wherever the power of God is, healing is available. Sickness and disease is the product of the fall. It wasn't there before Adam fell. It came as a consequence of sin. However, by the power of God, which created the world... That power ca- could always take care of sickness and disease. That power also, for example, because you know the Bible says curses causes the ground for your sake. We know it says by the sweat of your brow will you eat bread, thorns and thistles, right, will bear for you, meaning that there will be hardship when it comes to finances. Yet it's the same you get, same Old Testament, that people, that God, say, God said that don't, when you have worked and prosper, don't say to yourself that It is my hand that got me all this. Therefore, it is the Lord that gives you power to get wealth. So in the Old Testament, you still see the power of God empowering people to succeed and prosper financially. The same power. So even if there was a curse running, the power of God was still available and powerful enough to handle those things. So we now have the anchor scripture, which is, what do you call it? Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53, verse 3 verse 3 or so or from verse 1 let's look at it another thing you have to understand about the Old Testament is that the Old Testament has a lot to do with prophecies concerning Christ Jesus the Bible talks about the prophets that prophesied of the grace that was to come so in the Old Testament you will see texts like this that are talking about the coming of Jesus so this is just a side journey so now he is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows, and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Talking about Jesus. Verse 4. Okay. Surely he has borne our griefs. So look at this. Now, look at this. He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. So wait. So, he has carried our griefs and borne and sorrows. Is this your literal sadness he carried? And, yeah, griefs and sadness. Yeah, grief. Is that what it is that what it's about? You have to understand that there are terms that people use sometimes to describe other things. It's like, uh, is it metaphor? You get similes as or like. Uh-huh. Metaphor, you just replace the words. So, you use other words. So, he says that yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. Obviously, to esteem this has to because you're going to see that it's about Christ. Obviously, this has to be talking about his death because that's actually when he was stricken, smitten, and afflicted by God because we esteemed him, right? We esteemed him. We thought, but that's what you happen. Next verse. But he was what? Wounded for what? Ah, uh, what? Ah, uh, can we talk? He was wounded for what? Uh, what is transgression? Transgress is, is, to, is like, yeah, it's a sin, it's sin, to miss the mark, to overstep a boundary. So, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our what? iniquity. What's iniquity? Is it not still sin? And that word for sin or something? The chastisement for our peace was upon him. What does that word chastisement mean? Let means, was it punishment? To chastise, eh? that'd yeah. yeah. be, yeah, to chastise. So, it's still like the flogging or the whipping or whatever. Right? What brought us peace was upon him. Simple. And by his stripes we are healed. So the question is from the verses before, what are they talking about? Eh? The verses before, we just examine. What, what have they been gisting about? Eh? Talk now. Look at verse 4. God has, he has borne a esteem and sweeten my God. What are they talking about here? I just said it. I just said it. Eh? Okay, let's go. Verse (laughs) 5. But he was wounded for transgressions. He was bruised for iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. By his stripes, we are healed. He was bruised. So he was wounded. Look, Look at this. He was Wounded for what? Which is what? Sin. He was bruised, which is like wounded, for what? And it, which is what? Sin. Right? So when he now comes down past the assignment by his stripes, is it not the same thing as wounded? Is it not the same thing as bruised? Eh? So if they are all the same, 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 how come he's not talking about physical healing here? If it he was still transgressions, iniquities, he now come here he starts talking about physical healing does it make sense this is not talking about physical healing next verse because at least there should be all we like sheep have gone astray we have turned everyone to his own way and the Lord has what laid on him the what iniquity are you seeing that he's still talking about sin let me see find one verse of scripture outside this that says that Christ died for your healing find one verse 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 1 or down to this it says, Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures for our what sins. Everywhere you see the same thing. He died for what? Sin, sin, sin. while we're yet sinners, Christ died. He's always sin. Specifically, sin. <laughs> the wages of sin is what? death so he came and died and cancelled out sin specific some might argue here but if spiritual death is a consequence of oh sorry fiscal death is a consequence of sin so can't we say but if it's a consequence of sin how come it was being healed in the Old Testament that's, that's the point so I'm not I didn't say it's, not, it's probably a, con, it's most likely it's a consequence it's a consequence in fact however we know the power of God was able to take care of it people got healed in the Old Testament. How about the Neiman the leper that came, right? He was the commander of Syria, right? And then he came and met Elisha. And Elisha told the guy, go jump in the lake. And the guy dipped seven times. And came out, okay, what happened there? That's healing. You see that? That's a healing. So people were healed in the Old Testament. The only thing you may not see that is that you may not see the regularity and... Do you get how consistent it was? But it's actually the gift of healing. It was available in the Old Testament to specific people. The power of God would come on somebody and then the person would carry that thing. And it happened. Okay, because now we're talking about the power of God. Let me ask you, was prophecy available in the Old Testament? Eh? Was prophecy available in the Old Testament? You just read Isaiah 53, that's prophecy. (laughs) In fact, entire books of prophecy, Is that not the power of God? It was fully available. That one cannot even, it's just that people, it's only those who are anointed that walked in it. And there are even people that are from time to time, the Holy Ghost will come on. For example, Elizabeth prophesied. Mary prophesied. Abby. There are other operations of God. God spoke to people who, even if it was not regularly, and God did not live inside them. When um, Joseph or Jesus was born, what happened? Joseph had a dream. My guy, take that kid and run. It was a vision. You get know what I'm saying? God appeared. Okay, in the New Testament, it's call Cornelius. An angel appeared to him. God spoke to him. So, even this idea that God can only speak to Christians is a lie. Or that there is only Christians that can pray to God is a lie. We are on the priority list because God is our Father. But no. People who are not born again can also communicate. He says that God is not inside them, so they will even know if they get an answer. They don't, it's a very vague thing. In those days, they used to line up before the priests and the prophets, because those are the people that God would speak to. But it doesn't mean that God, if He wanted to say something to somebody, he did not do that. Did we know Jacob as being a prophet? I don't think we knew Jacob as being a prophet yet. He he dreamt, and God showed him what to do when he was broke in Laban's, or is it Laban's house? God did that guy well. When he slept in that place, he saw he called it Bethel He saw angels ascending and descending. Which was actually symbolic of Christ, too You know, there's a text of scripture that actually talks about, just said that he, would say, he said he will see angels ascend and descending on the Son of Man. God. God. Christ is the ladder. He saw a ladder descending to heaven from to earth now. Abi. So he now makes reference to that same ladder. Let's leave that up. <laughs> it's a cost to go and study some more. So are you seeing that he did not? So it's always been available. But what we now see in the New Testament is that when Christ dies, so that means when we when you come and so let me say this. So Jesus was not flogged for your healing. The 30 40 minus lashes. I'm sorry. It was not for your healing. It was just part of what you had to go through. It wasn't for your healing. But let me tell you what came with salvation. The Spirit. So when sin was taken care of, you were declared righteous and the Spirit of God came into you. As it came into you, then the possibilities of God came into you also. So God has always been able to heal. Abi. So when He now comes and lives inside you, it is now permanent. Healing is always resident in you. So serious is that that power can go beyond healing and it can actually transform you. Look at this text of scripture Romans, uh, that's Romans 8. I like calling Romans the book of Romans, it's like the anointing came over my said that. I don't know why. <laughs> so, Romans 8, verse. 10 okay so from verse 9 actually because it's context but you are not in the flesh but in the spirit if so be that the spirit of god dwells in you now if, if okay now now if anyone does not have the spirit of christ he is none of his so obviously the way we identify that you are god's own is that god's spirit is inside you that is how god claims his property he puts his spirit inside you when you believe okay next verse and if christ is in you the body is what's dead so that means christ is inside you but the body is still dead because of sin so it means that the effects of sin on your body are literally like that one must be fulfilled you will, you will still die your body is dead you know that was under, was under the influence and the effect of sin so the body is dead because of sin so sin has already dead. the body will remain like this till you die <laughs> uh, something nice my friend Pastor Oge put up It was very interesting he said that if death is the ultimate punishment for every man so how can you so let's say something like Osama Bin Laden, how, how is sentencing him to death no matter what kind of death, how is that punishment if everybody will eventually die how can there be punishment for someone like that that's not punishment because everybody will die too if as he died, somebody somewhere also died that did not deserve it. So it's not punishment. It's that one is sin. Sin as the universal bane of humanity. Sin has been ravaging everybody. Everybody will die. But the spirit is life because of what? Righteousness. So the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit in you is life because of righteousness. Okay? Next verse. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, so look at this, that spirit did more or can do more than just heal. That spirit in you can what? It says it raised Jesus from the dead and that spirit dwells in you. He's looking, he doesn't help. So it says he who raised Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you now this is at this life he's talking about is actually if we read down is the resurrection which is when you receive a glorified body and Paul explains that the way that body will come is that for those of you who are still alive when Jesus returns that it is the spirit it says look at this if the spirit of just of him who raised just from the dead dwells in you right now the spirit residue from dead dwells in you right it says, he who raised him from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit, what? dwells in you. So it means that your body will be changed from the inside out. If Christ comes now, it's not like they will give you one body somewhere. No, no, no. The power is already in you that will transform your body to the same body Christ had when he came from, the, rose from the dead. But then look at how it's going to happen. It's hap- now look at this. If it, how did it happen, how would it happen to you? The spirit inside you that raised right that spirit to what quicken you to make alive your body. Remember, you said that the body is dead because of sin, right? Uh-huh. But the resurrection, right? What happens that that's actually the last child? Sin is overcome in your body. What happens? It changes that life on your inside because it's already been paid for. It changes. I know there's a question there. It changes. But now, how you know this raises another question which I'm not ready to go into. But how did that same spirit raise you from the dead? How did the spirit raise you from the dead? <laughs> the spirit dwells in you, he will make alive your mortal bodies. Abby. Then he said that the spirit raised you from the dead, right? The spirit of him who raised from the dead dwells in you. So the question is, where was the spirit? How was Christ raised from the dead, and where was the spirit? If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you he who raised Christ from the dead how did he raise Christ from the dead? the same way he will raise you <laughs> which is what? that he will quicken your mortal body from the inside out so the question is how was Christ raised from the dead? because the spirit dwells in him So that means he died with the Holy Ghost. He went into hell. He died with the Holy Ghost. He died and went to hell. And because he had the Spirit, that same Spirit, the same with that Spirit, the Spirit's ability is to give life. Right? He had died. But the same way, because it tells us here that that same Spirit will give us, our bodies are dead because of sin. Abby. What, what, what killed Jesus, right? Sin is the reason that Christ had to die. Fiscal death. You understand but then he came back to life meaning that sin had been overcome right death had been overcome he came back to life so that same life inside you was inside him that same thing brought him back to life let me say this this is actually why when you understand this principle here that when a person has the life of god in him he cannot die and what i mean by cannot die you will see that physically like everybody should die but you cannot stay can't stay dead you'll be raised the, that's why the proof that one day you have a glorified body is that the spirit is inside you already everything you need for that glorified body is already inside you so that's why when you close your eyes in this world there is is a guarantee resurrect see when you close your eyes in this world you in quote die your body may go for now but because that spirit is inside you there is no way you can actually go beyond go to where the dead go, no, you've passed from death to life, that's what the Bible says and that's actually why the proof that there's life after death is that Christ died and rose again so when you see him that he rose again he is the proof that there's life after death because he's alive as he's alive now he died but he rose so it means that the life in all lives is the life after death you see that? so when we all, there is proof that we also rise from the dead not sure to mention, that's not my topic now just for you to think about it but the point is that the spirit is in you right that same life is inside you that life will go beyond just healing you that life you get is actually what will change your bodies and we say that, that life that life is not when you that bound by the earth it's not bound Jesus when he rose from the dead he would appear disappear walk through walls bad guy love that life Amen. But then, the emphasis here is the Spirit. In the Spirit. Being in the Spirit. Right? Go back to that text. You are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so, the Spirit of God dwells in you. So as I said, you are a realm of the Spirit. You are His realm. You have to understand why you are saying that. This because some people get it. You are His realm. He lives in you. So you become His domain. Do you get Let's say, for example, that this building could house God. Right? And this is where God was. We will see that this is his realm. Abi. Aha. Uh-huh. So if God lives in you, you have become a realm. I Meaning that anyone that wants to encounter God needs to come within your realm. Are you with me? Now, how do you get from as I said, there's a the layer of what we call the spirit, which is that the spirit is inside you, and there's what we call being in the spirit, like I was in the spirit of the, on the Lord's day, or I was praying in the spirit. You know you can pray normally, right? You can pray, speak English and, and pray, but when I say praying in the spirit, what does that mean? Right? Praying under the influence of that realm inside you. So it means when I speak in tongues, Lambandoza or I am praying under influence. In other words, the realm inside me is influencing my prayer you see that? so when we say a person is in the spirit, you are under an influence and you can actually do things, a lot of things in the spirit, for example when, they, when he plays you know someone else can come and play that keyboard and just play it and it's nice and go away but then you notice that when he plays usually or any of those people that work with us and they play you notice there's a difference, why? because he plays under an influence Sometimes you, whatever happens to the choir, that you put, like, like the keyboard, person playing the keyboard, and what you're passing is just, just a unity or a unity between both of you. In some, in some, it's also sometimes literally you will pick the next song, and begin to play it. Back then, Pastor, you know this uh, Amara. So back in Dominions, before Pastor David raised the song, she would have already started singing it she why because the same spirit is inside them when she's under that influence she's plugged in she's under an influence so something has priority at that point when we preach here we preach on an influence that's why we pray first right we 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 go into place of prayer and we spend time there remember we said that being in the flesh and in the spirit has a lot to do with the mind so we spend time there in the place of prayer and that thing actually influences our thoughts it influences our minds When we come here, right, we do things by the Spirit of God. We know things by the Spirit of God. You can be under an influence. Now, you are always a realm of the Spirit. And you have to realize that God wants you to live with the consciousness that you are a realm of the Spirit. He wants to live in that place. A lot of people live in and out of there. So... You come to a meeting and everything, the place is charged and you are conscious of it. You go out that door and you are not conscious. Someone comes come to a meeting and flow in the supernatural, flow in the prophetic. You leave that building and you stop flowing. What is the problem? The problem is the consciousness. You can only flow in the spirit which is like being under the influence because you have the spirit. That's the only way. If you didn't have the spirit, The Holy Ghost himself will have to initiate it before a person can do it. The prophets, for example, they had to, many times, that thing would just come on them. The Holy Ghost to do a particular thing would come on them. See someone like Saul, after a while, the Spirit of God left him. When the guy said, I don't like this guy's misbehaving, left him, just took off. And the Bible actually says, a spirit from the Lord, you know, now took, now that spirit was an evil spirit. So, actually it was not from the Lord. Mm Mm-mm. When he left, this was a spirit from the Lord. Actually, it is better rendered a spirit. The, the, the Lord left, Abi. the spirit left. So it's actually a spirit from the departure of the Lord. So it's not God's spirit. But because there was absence of the Lord, and that spirit came. So he came under another influence. And so he was tormented and all those things. But yet you see someone that is under the influence of the Holy Ghost, David, who has now been anointed king, now comes and plays the instruments and what happens the influence of you see that he's in the spirit right the influence of his activity he's not just playing the harp he plays and the spirit of god influences that activity right and is able to flow through him and so the guy who is actually under an influence of a devil the devil jumps so this is how these things work the spirit is inside you and you can literally it's not that the spirit influences you that influence can extend beyond you can extend beyond you even to other things even to people you Now, my supernatural dad would say that at times when his hand will just begin to burn or by himself he will just go all those moments he would just go and lay hands on his car and go and sit down. There were some say, Papa, pray for me for this. They go and touch your car. <laughs> Why? Because that influence, that life you get on the inside has been transmitted. You can transmit it. You can transmit that life, and that life, and things will literally capture that life or that power to capture it. So, how do you become a person who is not bound by special events? bound by keyboard, bound by, and you can function and flow everywhere. It is actually to understand that you are a realm of the Spirit. And if you are not seeing the activity of the Spirit outside, it is dependent on you. It's as simple as praying in tongues. You cannot blame anyone for you not praying in tongues when you prayed in tongues before. If you can pray in tongues, you can function at any time. Tongues to me is like the evidence. As long as I, shabba, I, abba, as long as I can do that thing, I can do any other thing. If I can do Shabbat Dabba, it means I can give an accurate word of knowledge. It means I can heal the sick. If I can do Shabbat Dabba, because every time I exercise my will, I start, I stop it. It means healing, I can start, I can stop it. Those things are in my spirit. I am the realm of the spirit. Everything that the spirit is, is inside me. It is now my own decision, you get, to extend it beyond just me, to my external environment. Because that's what is needed. So, you are in the spirit. The spirit is inside you. It's a consciousness. This alone is a consciousness you must carry. I am in the spirit. spirit. How do you yield to the spirit? You remember this. Say, come and give a word of knowledge. Ah, Sir, you should have told me now. Let me prepare in advance. Come and heal this person. Come and cast out this devil. Say, sir, I have not prayed this morning. Someone does die. Come and raise this dead person. Ah, sir. (laughs) Sir, <laughs> sir, you see, I was planning to go on retreats. We say that a lot because we are so, like, we are so conscious of this in and out of the spirit. We are so aware of that in and out. I'm in the spirit. I'm out of the spirit. No, no, no. You are always in the spirit because you are a realm of the spirit. You are a realm. He is trapped in you forever. Can't go anywhere. And he's. Let me say this: the Lord cannot withhold His power from you. That is why you can see a pastor or someone, a believer, whether it's a pastor or believer, who is deep in sin, fornicating and everything. And the guy is doing all sorts. And someone comes and is blind. And he just the eyes open and the eyes open. Because it's not, you see, God, does, God cannot withhold the power from you. The power you actually are in control, the keys are with you. You can see a person receiving prophetic words. See, when we say this is they are characteristics of your human spirit. When the spirit is not in a believer, we don't call those gifts of the spirit. The moment the spirit comes into a believer, we now call it gifts. It's the unique expression of the spirit of God through a, through a human being. That's what we call gifts. The spirit has no limits. He's not bound by anything. But the moment he's in a believer, guess what? He's limited. He is limited by the desire of that believer. He is limited by the, by the will of the believer. He is limited by the consciousness of the believer. He is even limited by the feelings of the believer. So if I deem it so that he will not flow, he cannot flow. So as powerful as the Holy Ghost. is, more powerful than a flying bullet. More powerful than anything. He said he's so powerful yet he can be stopped very easily. So I say, Grieve not the Holy Spirit. It's not that I oh, will quench him not. Quench him not. is not that. It's, it's, yeah. Spirit, move! It's sad. He wants to go and hide. Move, Lord, move! Why sorry we grieved you? He's not hiding there because he keeps smiling. He's beefing us. Move! Yeah, I said, no, I'm not moving. I ain't going to move. You are grieved. Now, of course, are there events or, or instances where... Um, there are certain things that I can shut the flow of the spirit. Yes, there are things like that. But you have to realize that those things are within the pure, pure view. If I have people that preach those things, and they actually believe that the Holy Ghost can turn on and off. They don't know that you are the one who has the keys to turn it on and off. You turn that power on, you turn it off. It's your nature. For example, what we call word of knowledge. Word of knowledge is a nature. It is not word of knowledge, it's a nature. It's a nature of knowing. I'm a realm of the spirit, a realm that always knows. So it's just normal for me to just be here and just know. I just know. I just know. You understand? So I don't have a receipt in my pocket. Receipt. Receipt. Pocket of <laughs> I'm in realm of the spirit. Like that's the point. And notice something it works with your consciousness. Because what, what messes you up is when you think I'm in the flesh. You thinking you're in the flesh is you shut it down by yourself. You shut the flow. You are a realm, meaning that it is not that, oh, you are not struggling to know. Uh-uh. See, the day you realize you are a realm of the spirit, it hits you. You are the one that will be struggling to shut out the knowledge. You are the one that will be struggling to shut it down. I, I don't want to know again. It's true. You are a realm of the spirit. You are just a realm. I brought a water bottle. Water bottle. Oh. I don't even remember that. Okay, she brought one. Is it just you? (laughs) I see a water bottle. I'm not I don't want to say it's this one. A water bottle. Okay. Maybe you remember later. (laughs) Yes. You remember? (laughs) (laughs) That's true, but still I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced, I'm not, I know there's another one, but my point is, I know there's another person, the more you talk about these things, the more you grow in your consciousness of them. You see that? What is the number one consciousness you should have as a believer? I'm a realm of the spirit. So, I'm not in the spirit, no, 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 I'm always in the spirit. I'm always in the spirit because I am a realm. Do you know what it means to be a realm? You are you are God's containment. You are God's containment. He's in there. You are a realm. It's I said the gifts of the spirit. They're not say gifts, they're gifts. Take word of knowledge. No, 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 no. It's knowledge. That it's a knowing realm. We just know. Is there anything God wants to know that He does not know? It's not possible. The moment he strikes his mind, if I want to call it that, because it's so far advanced beyond what we call the mind. If we want to say, God just wants to know. Let's just say he wants to know something. The moment the desire comes, he already knows it. That is actually how the believer is. You are in a realm. You are in a realm. You are a realm. It's like I'm seeing a receipt that has something to do with either oil, gas, or petrol or something. Something like that. are a receipt. Okay. You, you are a realm. I, 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 I tried to help paint this picture of a realm. You are a realm. The spirit is inside you. So the question is how do you yield to the spirit? Things like prayer, study of the word, fasting are just you yielding, surrendering to who you are. But then let's are out somewhere, for example, you've been busy the whole day because, you know, as I said, being in the spirit has to do with a mental state. Being in the flesh has to do with a mental state. Mental state of forgetting is what we call the flesh. The mental state of remembering is what we call being in the spirit. When you just remember who you are, you're in the spirit. The moment it hits you, yes. The moment it hits you, you're in the spirit. So, hi. How are he? How will I prophesy? Someone say, "Come prophesy." Uh, what should I do? Say, ah, Say this one. I'm tired like this. Will I get? This? No, no, no. The one thing you can do for yourself is what? To remember, I am a realm of the spirit. I'm in the spirit. That is how you yield. You just remember, I'm in the spirit. I'm in the spirit. I'm in the spirit. I'm in the spirit. For, for some reason, several people have, Yeah, you, you came with pens, but then didn't want we'll come with a pencil. pencil? Pencil. 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 And that problem is that people, you are a realm of the spirit, but you don't even know how to pick. You don't even know how to pick those things. As I said, the spirit, as I said, is like is a realm and then you now have your mind which is like the valve between your spirit and let's say your body. So when you yield and thus you realize who you are, the power of the spirit will flow through your mind. It's like a tap. So when I remember this is who I am, it's like you turn the tap on and it begins to flow. Now the question is how does it flow? Like, you know, how does it flow into my mental realm simple the same way I, I pick information in natural I pick information by looking I I see people I see if she's wearing black I pick information you understand I can feel it's so not I feel that's how I pick information in the natural I feel like okay this is um, a certain kind of material this is metal I feel it. If, I, if I close my eyes I can still pick information about this thing how by feeling it see that I can pick information by what is smelling. I can smell, You can even, probably if I know the smell of this thing, I can literally sniff it. Say, okay, that's what it is. There are so many ways for me to pick the same information. So the same thing with your spirit. When it flows to your mind, your mind, you know, the same way your mind works naturally. Your mind can also work like that, but the difference is that the influence of the spirit is now there. So the same way you could smell normally, you can literally smell the activity of spirits. (laughs) <laughs> yes, you can be praying for a person, but just this person is a devil. As in your case, in the name of Jesus, out. You, the same way you look at a person, you look and gain information. The same way you look, you can look, look at the person, and then you know understand. I've always said this, that your imagination is like the canvas. Is it actually canvas that like God's information will be painted on? You. So you can look in the natural, and there are even dimensions where you look and literally your physical vision will be hijacked we call that an open vision or a closed vision sometimes where your physical whatever will be hijacked and you will look and you will not even see anything around you will just see or you will see something you will have a vision it will always flow through but how do we get those things flowing they already flow naturally look at this it's almost like a dam have you ever seen a dam before a dam already has water pushing against that door right but then it's regulated so they can actually shut the dam down and close no water will pass then they can open it up a bit and more will pass so there's already you're already in the spirit everything about this where is his healing power his the prophetic all those things discernment anything you can think about is already pushing on the door of your mind it's already there like pushing I want to come out I am this is who I am i i know you know what i'm saying but what keeps you close what we're talking about your mindset the i can't tell hey, you no ah, i can't prophesy like that though ah. pick names no i cannot pick names Ha, ah. no i can't ah no he. ah no me when i when i when was i born again it's not yesterday i was born again me he, no ah say so come and preach me that watch i binge watch netflix yesterday and that's also why we say don't do those things often because they just rob you of consciousness. They rob you. You guys, you stay, you binge. Ne- some students don't leave you the same. Realize that before, he said, Let the words of my mother and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you. Know. Now, the meditation of your heart have changed. What's on your mind now is, Ah, God. Eh, ah, see, you, now, you know, some can write well. So, you know, some people, a good writer, when they finish the movie, you begin to imagine the possibilities of what could have happened. There was one series I watched like that. I was like, I said, I can't I said, no, what if they, I continue the story in my head. So the meditations of my heart changed. And when it's like that, you're so conscious of that, you lose touch with these other realities. You lose touch with it. But you can be a person that is balanced. You say You consistently go back to activities that bring your mind back to who you are. Like prayer. Like study of the word, those things bring your attention back. Like sermons, they bring your consciousness back. Yes, you can be so conscious. You can spend some more time with the things of God. That even the time you now spend with certain things, for example, game, you are yeah, playing FIFA. <laughs> I can never forget the person who was playing FIFA. He was literally playing FIFA to go and score and began to cry. Pray talk about souls. Oh, see souls, souls. I was sitting down on the carpet. I looked at what's wrong with this dude. The guy he was playing FIFA and his eyes opened. He started crying. Why? Because one thing is that he has learned to yield. Because you have to understand that, the, that those things they come they come naturally. Do you understand? Sometimes a person may be given to visions, open it just comes, you know. something some people like this, this guy rejoined that. That one, say whether he likes or not, he just comes. That one will block you. He says he wants to sleep. He's having vision. He wants to write. A book he's writing that God says he should write. Visions will be interrupting him up and down. Say, God, how I would like to go to get and finish the book. That's an operation. Do you understand? Which every believer can get into. But there are other kinds of operations. There's visions, inner visions, which is the visions given to the eyes of your heart. That's your mind. They come to your mind. There's those kind of visions. They come regularly. They come off. You, place of your, you can be turning plantain and in your mind, something is just coming to your mind. Just recurring. Yes. You can be turning the same plantain I just sense it in the presence of an angel. You just, but it can be so subtle that you just ignore it. Just ignore it. That's why things like this remind you. That's my work to remind you. I will first of all say, this is who you are. Then I will spend the rest of my time reminding you. It's true. There's nothing new to teach you. We just come back and remind you, you get, it's the same thing for example, you know you are righteous, the Bible calls you right. you are righteous in the spirit, your spirit is righteousness personified, you are a realm of the spirit, there is righteousness in God and God is inside you, you are righteous, but yet because of things that happen, maybe you commit a certain sin and all that, then what happens is that your consciousness becomes stained, hey I'm a sinner, how could I do that, how can God talk to me, all those thoughts begin to come that are contrary to God's word and contrary to your nature, you begin to dwell on those thoughts. What happens is that condemnation begins to rise up in your heart. It is not from God. You are the one condemning yourself. It's true. What are you supposed to do? No, no, no. When you do that thing, say, this is not who I am. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am the right. You say it to yourself. I was a friend, you know, and he was telling me, I said, that that his consciousness of his nature has really helped him. He used to smoke weed. He used to humanize. Back in school, we knew him. That's the one I chased for like four years. I had one girlfriend, I would not let him go. One half cast girlfriend like this. She just used sex and held him down. Won't let him go. But by consciousness, I broke out of those things. So now, why do I tell you go and listen to a sermon? Listen to three sermons a day. What am I trying to? Do? I'm trying to bombard your consciousness i'm trying to break the walls because those things are telling you see let me see. natural things are they, they tell you you're not in the spirit anything in the natural tells you you're not in the spirit when you engage in natural activities consistently it is telling you you're not in the spirit even when you read books and all those things are those things good yes but the more you engage yourself in the things of this life the things of this life try to pull out that side of you that is you get what i'm saying because you are, you are man you are also spirit so it pulls on that side of you and keeps on telling you you are not, no, this is not, are. this is not who you are. This is not who you are. This is not who you are. So your job is to remind yourself, I am a realm of the spirit. I'm in the spirit. If I go on evangelism, someone standing beside me and that person needs a word from God and it's minister. No, no, no. Before I start in the next thing is, I am a realm of the spirit. You remind yourself. You just remind yourself. You understand? Oh, my gosh. have something to do with cutting hair like yeah you do stuff like that or you walk there or you already or you are considering it is anyone like that? hair like barbing actually I'm talking about barbing then you do it already or you are considering it these things are coming there's a word of wisdom for it but if you don't talk okay I'll pocket it and the more you stay on those things it sharpens your consciousness the more you stay on God's word you stay on God's word it sharpens your consciousness it sharpens it the more you engage in those spiritual activities, it sharpens your consciousness. Someone called me a few days ago. I said, he can't forgive his pastor. this pastor did something. You can't forgive. He can't forgive. I said, no, it's a lie. Forgiveness is inside you. You just don't want to yield to it. Because your mind is so full of the wrong thing. Vengeance and all those things. Your mind is full of the wrong thing. So, someone what is it? What is it? Uh-huh. Okay, it just happened. You picked what he was going to play. Okay, and he began to sing it that way. We to play it. <laughs> yeah. And it's true. You notice that it's because you just decided to yield. Yes. So our problem is that we are so busy we don't have time to yield. It's true. No matter how busy you are during the day whether you are working in the bank or wherever the problem is you must take out time to remember who you are. Yes. Somebody splashes water on you on the roads and then there is nothing you wants to come out. Say, no, no. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am love. Let me say, love is pushing against the door of your heart. Love is pushing against the door of your mind. Wants to come out. That is actually how it is. But you see, what we call renewal of the mind is for you to remember who you are. For you to realize, acknowledge, recognize who you are. Then remember. That's what we call it. Yes a carnal believer is. there is no such thing as a carnal believer there is only a believer who has refused to acknowledge who he is who has forgotten that's why James talks about the doer of the word and the hearer the hearer is the one that that sees that this is who you are but then he goes away and the Bible says he straight away forgets because it didn't matter to him or her so you go away and you forget you forget that you are love, you forget you are righteous he straight away goes and forgets what he looks like but the one that looks into that perfect love, liberty, and becomes a doer, what is to do the word is that you act who you are. So you yield. You yield to love. You yield to righteousness. You yield to, you know, I cannot give up. Ah, no. This one's game I count. Me give it for what, for what, for what? But you can literally yield and realize, no, I am righteous. There are many things that God doesn't need to tell you; that your nature will tell you. Yes, you don't have to wait, someone have to wait to hear a voice before you extend compassion to a person. I was there's a, there's something I saw a post I saw that was really It gave me a lot of thoughts. It made me think a lot. So uh, maybe some of you have seen it before. But you know this? Have you ever seen this picture somewhere of a baby? Maybe one of these, in quote, maybe Sudanese babies that his bones right and the baby is crouching and then there's a vulture in the near distance just waiting to chop the guy because the baby is near death so the vulture is just waiting patiently now I read it on that post and I, hope, I wonder if it's true but I read another on that post that it said that the story that that man the person, the photographer who took it right, was actually a known photographer and that picture gave me a lot of fame and Worldwide actually. and he went on. it, toured, went different places, spoke at different places about his work and all that. And then he was on a talk show one day, and someone phoned in and said, "Whatever happened to that baby?" And he said, "I was on my way to the airport. You know, I was going out of rest one Sudan Rwanda, so I didn't have the time. I just, I don't know, I just left and everything." And so the person said, "Can I give it to you that that day, there was not one vulture, but two He said there was just, there was, says there was one one vulture but there were two. One vulture had a camera. (laughs) Do you understand? The other vulture, the the, the literal vulture would have perched on his flesh and gained him with his lens. He also gained. He gained fame. But you see, compassion was not even in the guy's heart. The guy left the child. Didn't care. Took his picture and. It did even occur to you until that person has a question. I heard the guy got depressed and three months later come suicide. Because what happened? He just don't know. He's a terrible human being. So it's a con. You literally have that you know, in your heart. Compassion. Someone doesn't have to tell you. You understand what I'm saying? They don't have to tell you no, there's a certain things you see that you know, you know you can do something about it. You know, it's called compassion. You don't have to wait. What does James say? He said, if you someone comes to you, whether it's hungry or doesn't have clothes, and you say, be warm and filled. Person doesn't have clothes and it's hungry, and you can do something about it. You say, Be go, be warm and filled. God bless you, brother. Oh, the Lord will do it, and you could have done something about it. No, that's hypocrisy see that so those things are your nature your nature beckons on you there is no such thing as a carnal A, a carnal a person who is carnal is just a a believer who has shut out his spiritual you get reality and are so focused on physical senses that he has become selfish your physical senses always make you selfish hunger what happens me food right What else? Eh? It's cold me, clothes. Your, your senses, right? You see something like a raging bull coming. You want to get out of the way. Your senses are for preservation. They are about you. Your senses, they are program-wired. You get to be about you. And that's why we know man was not designed to live by his senses, physical senses. Your senses are supposed to give you information. But you see, you are beyond your senses. They only give you information, so you look at your account, bank account, and what happens: one thousand naira is there. That's what information. See that? But you see, there's already information in your spirits that says, "I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers." So it means the will of God is for you to prosper. The will of God for you is abundance. God is also your Father. The Bible says, "Take note of for your life what you eat or drink." Right? So it means that God. So, what should your response be when you see your account empty? The normal response is, "Hey, Chineke, God, where will I get money from now?" But the, the faith response, which is just a response to who you are, is you say, "No, no, no, I am a right spirit. The one who cares about me lives inside me. He says he will never leave nor forsake me. If he's already inside me, then money is not an issue. You focus on that reality." You stay on that reality. You thank God, even if you don't see it. Because there's a reality beyond this one. So there's the yielding that we have to have. It's a yielding to the Spirit, to surrender. To surrender to your nature. When it comes to the things of the Spirit, that is the number one key. First of all, is to learn the word. You know, learn the word. This is what these things are. Then you can learn the practical. But then, how do you maintain it? Of course, there are disciplines you carry out prayer, all those things, staying on the word. But the major thing is to remember, I am a realm of the spirit. You now, before I climbed, I said climb, there's nowhere to climb. Before I came here to minister, something helped me at the back, I had to. I was doing something at the back there. And so I didn't even come up on time. And by the time I had that, finished that discussion, <laughs> I tell you I was in the spirit, as you would think, not that I influence I was not when I came up. I was not. But what I I knew that if I just stay on the consciousness of who I am, the awareness, I am a realm of the spirit. So even if I feel like I'm not connected, I know that he's already inside me, so there's nowhere he's going. I'm already connected. So it is me acknowledging I'm he's inside me. I'm connected to him. He lives in me. You get what I'm saying? As I am acknowledging and remembering, and I'm, I visualize, and I'm staying oh, if that's the case, he said, open your mouth, and I'll feel it. You understand? He said, uh, what do you call it? In that day, he says, I'll give you what to say. All trance is available, it's already available for me. So as I remember and realize, recognize, what happens? I begin to flow again. You understand? I begin to flow again. It's my consciousness that controls these things. Yes. For example, there are people here that are, you know, okay, When well, you've been thinking of certain things, how to go about this one, one of you is this thing about schooling, I don't know for some reason in your mind, this schooling thing, that they've been asked, I think, it's, I see like maybe, your, maybe in your house has been some talk, schooling, school, how do I go about how do I go about how do I go about it, you understand, something you are thinking about, how do I, how do I, you understand. And you've been so busy that you've forgotten to yield you've been so busy you've forgotten to yield you've forgotten but it's just to yield and I'm talking to you right now you cannot yield you cannot go your oppression to every op- sorry your approach to every operation of the spirit should not be I want that no it's I have that do you get what I'm saying it should not be oh I want that I like that I want that Many times people rush for impartation for what they already have inside. When I impart you, all I do is stay it up, that's all. I just stay what's already inside. But I'll tell you, no matter how I stay you up and lay hands on you, if you don't retain the consciousness of what you receive, or you get of that dimension, you will lose touch with it. There was a time I remember someone laid hands on me like that. The person I admire, someone I used to throw very accurately in prophetic back in days. And he laid hands on me after that. I began to see things like this. I was. But after I, I think after that, I quickly went to binge. <laughs> binge watch something. Some series. And I lost that consciousness. Then it became a struggle again. No. How do we carefully steward the things we have received by impartation, by prayer, by you understand? You say, ah, I I healed a madman once. Why is it not regular in your life? You didn't. You are not led to steward that thing that opened up in your mind. You didn't learn to steward it so it, it closes back. But you can literally just go. You can be in your room and just say, you know what? I need to know this thing. And just calm your mind that I am a realm of the Spirit. I know these things. And just focus on who you are, what you know. I am a realm of the Spirit. And you can just begin to go. That oh, I know all things. Yeah. The realm of the spirit is my realm. I see you. So I've never had a vision before. No, 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 it's not true. I am a realm of the spirit. Visions is my realm. Visions is just communication from my spirit. So I am a realm of the spirit. So I see visions, I see those things. What do you do? You yield and begin to look, expect it. So I look my imagination. Because that's my mind, that's where the thing will flow through. I imagine, I can sense. I am a realm of the Spirit. I am conscious of who I am. That's what you should just be doing, yes. times you can, if the noise is too much, you cannot spray in the Holy Ghost. Because it just has an effect on your mind. It brings your mind to center. Then you begin to look, you begin to sense. You begin to know. Ah, I don't know what to do. No, 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 no. You need to yield to who you are and realize that you already knew it. You already knew what to do before. It's just the noise of, your, of the natural. Natural noise. The noise of your senses. You know what to do. You know what to do. Ah, I have no prayer. No, 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 no. No, just yield. Yield. Because you'll maintain a prayer life, but just yield. Just surrender to who you are. (laughs) Doubt and unbelief is just to fight your nature. It's just you fighting your nature, fighting who you are. What's happening? see you there's this thing you want to wear tomorrow what was that yes yes exactly I saw you've already framed what you wear tomorrow you've already framed looking in fact it almost feels like you've already arranged it yes it's already there it's, I just it does it's not necessary I don't need that information but <laughs> I just picked it most times, you see when you are around, when you realize you are around. When you look at people, impressions will always come. When you look at the person, information will hit you. You will just you can look at the person. You just probably feel a certain way about this person. You can feel someone sad, and the person is with a bright smile. Hi, hiya. How's it going? I am, ah. Come, but you are sad. just do that activity stay. just you get just relax in who you are the relaxation is just to remember I am a realm of the spirit for some people it may be condemnation that you need to just remind yourself that you are righteous you understand for some it may be the fact that you failed something you may have to remind yourself no 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 I am not this person I am not failure of you may be tired and you have to realize it. Remember the scripture the joy of the Lord is my strength. And just begin to smile, I begin to get happy. The Lord is the strength of my life. I just begin to, yeah. There's a, there's a song called Realm that Yeno you know, writes, it's called Realm. Yeah, I just saw this song. He say, I've never received a song in the spirit. Ah, see, you are the realm where songs come from. Spiritual song. My Bible says, sing it to yourself with what? Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Why are they spiritual? Because they come from your spirit. God won't tell you something, he won't tell you something you don't have. Make it melody in your heart to the Lord. So there's always melody. <laughs> there are sounds in your heart, there's songs, there's tunes in your heart. And there's lyrics in your heart from the, that are flowing from the spirit of God perpetually. It's true. It's a dimension. And when we say it's a dimension, it's just that you become so aware of that place here that it just boom happens for you. Yeah. Even tongues and adaptation is just transcoding what's in your spirit. around It's a realm. It's <laughs> There is a realm, a place, somewhere where God lives. There is a. you yeah, are receiving it the tuna now there is a place a place
2: a place
0: <laughs> you see what I'm picking you see it's a song that's coming out right now I'm picking parts but do you know that you also have the other parts now if I'm not confident enough I'll pick the full thing but you have it a realm, Zanta <laughs> There is a realm. I know how to the rest of the song. My tongue and the vision. prata doza shada bakadozas. Lim bratan dozo vodoba aziras dozas. Le brandoza Leba da bagada bas in dadaduza de dezus, zintanda kadela tuzas, Likanda tule bandi adaduzas, lekanda palati de dusas, lepratanda zududuzas, kinda palandas. We sing songs, we sing songs, we sing songs. To the most high God, we sing songs, we sing songs, we sing songs, we sing songs. We sing songs, we sing songs, we sing songs We'll be singing forever Singing to the king That lives inside of us We sing, we sing, we sing, we sing We sing songs, we sing songs, we sing songs To the king To the king there is a realm. Say no one bold enough to bring this song out.
3: There is a realm, there is a place, there is a realm, there is a place, oh, there is a realm, there is a realm, there is a place, there is a place, there is a realm, it lives in me, there is a realm. It's all in me there is a It lives in me there is a It flows from me
0: of boldness now when he gets up there he's going to sing with more boldness <laughs>
2: then,
0: I'm sorry I had to do that I saw it there is a realm there, there is a realm, realm there is a realm there, there is a realm. realm there is a realm there, there is a realm. realm there is a realm that realm is inside of me there is a realm there is a realm,
1: there, there is a, a realm, is. there is a
0: realm Inside of me,
3: there is a realm Inside of me, there is a
0: realm Inside of me. Is that You see, the same way there's one song here, there's thousands of songs. You know, we can be here from now till next week, just here, and just be singing songs. One song will finish, and another one will come. Everybody here can actually give a song. Yes. Everybody. Some things I don't even have the boldness to sing because of the fact that I know I can't hit the pitch, unless supernaturally. I know I can't hit it. So I will even sing it. I'll calm down. You have another, what do you call it? Another rendition of the song, don't you? You do. So sing it.
1: It's a realm, it's a place, it's his place. There is a realm, a realm we belong to. There is a place, a place we belong to. There is a realm, a realm we belong to. we belong
0: to it's around it's a place it's his place
1: it's around it's a place it's his place there is a room a realm we belong to
2: there is a place
1: a place we belong to So
3: There is a realm, a realm we belong to. There is a realm,
0: a realm we belong to.
2: Hallelujah.
0: Lake You can literally go like that. For <laughs> those of you that are new, this is all we do. This is the purpose of these meetings: is to come and is to come and enjoy the things of God. It's true. You can literally live here with songs that will change things. You know, there are times of distress when the Holy Ghost will give you a song. There's some songs that we sing today that were born out of that distress, out of a person's anguish and the Holy Ghost gave him a song to comfort him. Those songs, you have to understand those songs are in your spirit. They are there. And there's always a difference between a song that someone just sat down. You know, there's some Christian song someone sat down hard and thought about it to write man I, I should I, there are songs that just came there are songs that just came glory to God come and see what they showed you am I like didn't they show you a song when you went eh they showed you a song Abby. it was like you were watching TV and you saw lyrics literal lyrics come did you see that yeah they showed you the song then they now showed you a part that we didn't get you were hearing every single thing that we were singing here you heard this while you were there be then they started and showed there is a part of that song that we have not sung yet is that correct? give him the mic give him the mic there is a realm, and you will sing it with boldness that's what they also told you Say sing it
3: with there boldness there is a place a place we belong to and there is a realm A realm we belong to. You belong, I belong, and we all belong. You belong, we belong, I belong. And there is a realm where the King of glory lives there is a realm, a realm we belong to And there is a place, a place we belong to It's a realm, it's a place, it's a place It's a realm, it's a realm, it's a place it is the place, it's the realm, it's a place, it's this place. There's around. realm, there's a place, it's this place. You belong, I belong, and we all belong. There's No condemnation here. You belong, I belong, and we all belong. You belong, I belong,
0: and we all belong. There's a word coming, there's a word coming. I I hear, I hear, I You're here, you're looking for a job, currently, you're looking for work, currently, and this is what the Lord God says, he says that there's an interview coming next week, when you go for that interview, he says, pause outside the building, before you go in, and remember who you are, before you walk in, remember who you are, he says, remember, I see anxiety concerning that person, anxiety. But the Lord says, remember that there's no anxiety in your spirit. Anxiety comes because you are paying attention to your senses. You're paying attention to your senses. He says, pay attention to me. Leap over. Oh, yes, yes. They opened the place. You are a realm of possibility. Where everything is possible. You are that realm. Where everything is possible. (laughs) That's what that realm does. It makes all things possible. It makes all things possible. For nothing can be impossible. To that realm. So expose your mind to the realm. Expose your mind to the realm. Remember who you are. There is nothing I have kept from you, says the Lord. Nothing I have kept from you. Nothing. There is nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing I have kept from you. Nothing. (laughs) I gave you my realm. I gave you. I literally invested myself in you. (laughs) There is treasure, treasure, treasure. There's treasure to mine. There's treasure to mine. You again looking for a job. I've called you to more than a job. Yeah, you'll get a job right now. But I've called you to more than a job. I've called you to extend my realm to nations. So extend my realms to schools, to places, to take my realm. <laughs> my realm. There is a realm, there's a place, there is a realm where sickness is null and void. Sickness is non-existent. As I'm talking, people, their minds is like a flood of light from your spirit. It's coming on your minds. A flood of light is coming, from, you know, from your spirit on your minds, and possibilities being birthed. What do we call the spirit of faith? It is the spirit of God. What do we call the gift of faith? When the gift, the 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 the, the gift of the spirit, that spirit on your inside, the faith that comes to your spirit, becomes what, alive to your mind. There's a surge of that faith. That is bringing boldness to people. is being transmitted. There's, there's grace for those things right now. What was impossible to you will now be possible. To know you are the realm that all things are possible. Why do you have to believe? You have to believe in who you are. That you are a realm of possibility.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a realm that makes all things new. Are there dead things in your life? Are there dead things in your family? That are able to resurrect issues. Resurrect, you know, things that have been buried. Bring issues out and give life to the situation. That realm is able to quicken situations, to bring life to conflict, bring life and destroy conflict. Bring peace. You walk in the consciousness that you cannot lack. I see favor. People responding to the favor on their inside. There is favor on your inside. Whenever you stand before anybody, remember you are a realm of favor. You are a realm where things... God cannot be denied anything, so you cannot be denied. Zephret ali You are a realm a realm of the spirit It's not just a realm you are it is your realm You are the host of God
1: God and today
0: Sapana does this I'm the realm of the spirit Let's
2: You are in the realm of the spirits.
1: God's <laughs>
0: As you remember who you are. As you remember. As you remember. know there are impartations God's that come. Leprasutus. The there are impartations the where nobody needs to touch you. By your recognizing of what is on your inside, you receive a the partition. There's a storage happening right now. It's going to start from you and flood your mind. Flood your mind.
2: Spirit. To flood your
0: mind. Spirit. To flood
2: your
3: mind. Spirit.
1: I'm the realm of the Spirit. I'm the realm of the Spirit. You are not alone.
0: You are my realm, says the Lord. You are my realm. You are my realm. I chose to make you my realm. I chose to make you my domain. I will not repent of that choice, says the Lord. I don't go back on my word, says the Lord. You are my realm and you remain my realm. The proof of my love is inside you. I am the proof of my love. I live in you by my spirit. There's a glory that is about to fall. I can feel it about to fall on this entire area. Nakoda Malina's kind of there's also an impartation that's about to occur. So if you are here, you're a worshipper or you desire you desire to you know to receive, to receive songs, to, to be open to that realm. You desire that. Remember that you are, it's not that you desire to be there, you are already there.
2: You are already
0: there. Just lift your hands wherever you are. Lift Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Lift your
3: hands. Place of his spirit, I'm his dwelling place. The place of his spirit, I'm his dwelling place. The place of his spirit, I'm his dwelling place. The place of his,
0: spirit, his, place. Place of his right now, everyone who has desire, let the hand of God rest his on us. The power of God the place is on you. Of the so, yeah, the influence of the Spirit is on you right now. Lay
3: hand on The, the Precious place of spirit. i The place of the spirit. I'm his dwelling place. God, earth, dwelling place, God is giving songs,
0: personal songs, personal songs spirit, that will minister to you directly.
3: It may come as thoughts, it may come as pictures, it may come spirit, as a melody in your
2: mind. And
0: come if you want that you just come, let me lay hands on you. Come, Just come. come
3: of
2: Kota,
3: dwelling dwelling place, the place of the God is with you. Strong stays strong on you. He stays strong on you. place of the spirit. And The place of the spirit. And
0: Dwelling place, you to receive ratalayada.
2: The place of his, spirit, his dwelling, place. dwelling
1: place. The
3: place of his spirit and his dwelling place. And his dwelling place. And his dwelling place. The place of his spirit. And his dwelling place of His Spirit, and um, His dwelling, dwelling place. place. The place of His Spirit, uh, 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 and uh, His dwelling uh, place. The place of Spirit, and His dwelling place. The place of His
1: Spirit. Um, his
0: by the Spirit of
1: God.
0: I see it's like, yeah, this is a season for you where you're going to be giving birth to so many songs. So many songs. And I see these songs in the moments of pain and, and crisis. God will give you so many things. So many songs that will minister to you in this season. I've those songs, songs that you will sing.
3: And, and that, that also,
0: that will
3: bless
0: other
3: people. His place, Akatus, of, of is I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm His dwelling place, the place of the spirit. I'm His the of his spirit. I'm His
0: Place place. Did, place. The, place. the place Tarras. of your spirit. I'm You You just
3: know dwelling place. The place of your spirit. We are his dwelling place. for you. The place of your spirit. Stay where up His, his dwelling, dwelling place, the place, place, of spirit, place of Your spirit. Where His dwelling place, the place of Your spirit. Where His dwelling place. This is the one for you. You see the way you dressed up to the the
0: good, and everything, because I was looking at it; it almost looked like a formal, something formal. It looked formal. It looked formal. You understand? It looked same way i see you being invited to sing in places this spirit you'll be invited to places to sing right? not just to sing but to minister i saw you at someone's birthday party they invited us, oh, you can, you can sing right and they invited you and you sang there at an important person's okay. birthday party as you sang i saw the power of the spirit break out in that place very strongly okay. Zo so causer that ministry that has formed birthday today.
1: He resides, he resides inside of me.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we just oh my god, we yes, just thank
3: you. Ah,
0: Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. We praise your name. Have your way. In Jesus' name, Amen.
3: In your dwelling place, place of your spirit. Your place, place of your spirit. of your spirit I'm your dwelling place, the place, place of of your spirit, dwelling I'm your dwelling place. place the place of your spirit I'm your dwelling place God the place of, of your spirit I'm your dwelling, place. dwelling Place. Place your
0: Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. I hope you guys are blessed. I hope you should have been blessed. Amen. Okay. As you go this week, doors open for you in the name of Jesus. As you go, favor is your realm. You are conscious of the realm that you belong to. As you are conscious, the doors that have been closed to you are opened. In the name of Jesus. Finances come to you. In the name of Jesus. Business opens up to you. In the name of Jesus. You are favored beyond expectations. You are favored. I just hear favour. Favour will follow you like a fragrance, fragrance this week, this new year just follows you. You see that consciousness is what you use to walk in it. You are favoured, you, you are blessed, you are blessed. Whatever it is that you want to do, you want to apply for university or something, pause for a moment before you write that form I remember who you are, now you are favoured remember to the point that the agitation and the the anxiety dies down then write it you have an exam remember you are a realm of the spirit whatever it is whatever obstacle you face just remember this is who you are remember just remember remember of us remember testimonies come from here testimonies come from here testimonies, people testify. people testify people testify people testify people testify people testify thank you Jesus in Jesus name we pray Amen
2: okay God bless you, I'm bask. I'm done